welcome to the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast, where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a GFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Bell and Nar and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Bell, what's going on? Hey, Jimmy. We are pleased to welcome our guest, Megan Robinson, principal at eLeader Experience. Hey, Megan, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Question number one, what's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? I have a kind of interesting story, as everyone has an interesting story, but I like to really focus on the moments of change and the moments of crisis. So through my story, there are a series of, we'll call it unfortunate incidences that have really shaped the trajectory of my life, the opportunities that have shown up, and really how you respond to it. Sure, pandemic is a total crisis, but I've also seen employees and leaders pass away at uncommon times. I've had cruise ships sit out in the middle of the sea and be working for those organizations. There's just so many different stages of crisis, and I think it creates a lot of opportunities that everyone has a chance to say, wow, that's fantastic. Let me lean into it, and what am I going to do? Or lean back from it a little bit. It reminds me of one of my favorite quotes on a t-shirt that my mom bought me years ago, and I ended up losing, unfortunately, but it said, smooth seas never made skilled sailors. So the folks that had to overcome adversity tend to be the battle-hardened individuals that we see at the top of the success ladder. And no one that I can think of off the top of my head ever made it to the pinnacle of their career at that point in time, because it's a journey, not a destination, right? without having to tough out certain bits of it. That's a very astute thing to point out, and hopefully more people take that away from the pandemic. And you can hopefully use that to be more resilient in the future. It's funny you say it's about the journey and not the destination. My mother loves to say that phrase. Unfortunately, I'm a bit of my father's daughter, and I do everything I can to speed to get to the destination faster. It's very sage wisdom that I have to say, yes, mom, you're right, and to take the moments to appreciate that. But it's also not necessarily adversary that really challenges you, and it's those crisis moments, and it's the small things that you overcome. Yeah, there's a couple big things that happen to everyone, but there's so many times that you'll look at someone else's story and say, wow, they had so much they had to overcome, and that was such a big challenge. Nothing like that ever happened in my life. And that's true and not true, where you find what those little mountains are out of molehills, and sometimes they're big and sometimes they're small, but they still shape you, and you still show up for them. Out of adversity comes opportunities. Question number two, what's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners? So I've been really ruminating this one. It's from Buddha. It says, what you think you become, what you feel you attract, and what you imagine you create. And when you really take that to heart and you're able to process and digest that and take responsibility for your actions, push yourself forward, and start to shape your journey based off of those three things, stuff happens. It's a fantastic quote, and the world would be a better place if we all lived by that one. And that's been a great theme here in the last couple of years. I really see a lot of people going after that manifestation. I tend to refer back to the alchemist. Early on in the book, he learns that the whole world conspires to help this individual reach his dreams. And it's just at that point that he feels like he's right outside the dream, that you have to go and reach for that dream. And skidding right outside of that comfort zone, going for your dream, and could be one of the most rewarding decisions you make in your life. It's really about vision at that point, right? Having something that you imagine you can create. Because if you never imagine it, if you never take that step to figure it out, to create something in your mind, you're never going to create it in reality. 
everybody's favorite segment, Rapid Fire. What's your one podcast? I'm loving the look and sound of leadership. What's your one album? Paul Simon, Graceland. What's your one vacation destination? Spain or España. What's your one TV series? This is hard to do one. I'm going to go with Billions. And what's your one movie? Zoolander. Wow, we got some deep cuts on this one. A couple of throwbacks there. And interestingly enough, our second recommendation in a row for Billion. I might have to finally watch this show. And... Okay, well, one, I need to change my answer then so you get something new. I'm going to go with Money Heist. I don't know how they, they're on season four or five. And I was like, how are they on season five of a bank heist movie? Question number four. What's the one charity or cause that you would recommend to listeners? So I adopted my dog from a Chicago animal shelter called Paws. So I love animal shelters, anti-cruelty societies. Whatever you have locally, donate there. That's awesome. You can't go wrong being nice to animals or children. My dog is also a rescue. And when people hear the story of how I got my dog, because we wanted to get a rescue while also getting one that I was not allergic to, and I'm very allergic to dogs. So I drove all over the state of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and we would rub dogs on my face. That's a true story. And I would have horrible reactions. Obviously, that's why we didn't get that dog and then drive to the next place until we finally got the perfect little anxious mutt that I have now. Please do give to those places. They always need the help and the money and the supplies, and there's always one that's closer to you than you think. That's a really great test and learn strategy. I hoped you'd learn quicker, but I guess it was a necessary test. The funniest part was the one time we had looked at a dog and we were driving back 90 minutes away, and my wife was crying. We didn't get the dog, and she's like, oh, you don't even want a dog. And I was like, you think I drove an hour and a half to rub a dog on my face and have an allergic reaction because I'm trying to not get a dog for us. I would have certainly liked to have figured that one out faster as well. That's some great communication skill building. And the last question, what's the one tip for staying connected from home these days? I am huge on relationship building. And I think as much as COVID has been really difficult for people to stay connected, it's also made it incredibly easier staying connected with people by just being the first person to do the, the contact and reaching out. I think so often we expect other people to reach out to us. If you're not reaching out to people on a consistent basis or finding a process that works for you, that's how you stay connected. Pandemic, no pandemic, working from home and office or the Caribbean, you still have to reach out and make the initiative. I found that this stay at home period was a fantastic time to reach out to the people I haven't talked to for a while because everyone was ready to just build a relationship and connect as humans. So I think there's a huge blessing in that. Having the strong relationships you've built over quarantine only going to help you and your business and be stronger. I think you touch on two very important pieces. The first being have a process. And the second being be comfortable with the uncertainty of how someone's going to react if you reach out. Just reach out. Just do it. Like be vulnerable. I, I love how much more people are being okay with being vulnerable. A lot of folks are more comfortable sharing the, the trials and tribulations of either mental or physical wellness that they went through during the pandemic. And yeah, most people are super happy for you to check in. Jump on it. Get out there. Reach out to people. There's very little downside. I find it easy to start off with either just, hey, here's what's going on in my world. What are you doing? I'll often have kind of a, a funny, timely video of sorts sometimes um, that kind of helps that conversation if it's someone I haven't checked in for a while. So just sharing a little bit of that joy and having those check-in points, even when you don't have something to say, you can still find those pieces to start the conversation. 
before we wrap up the podcast episode here, I just want to say this is probably our first episode where we're coming in live from three separate area codes. So a shout out to the 215 here in Philly, the 312 for Megan, and the 303 for Bowen. Well, Megan, thanks again for joining us here on the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. This was fantastic. Thank you very much. Bye.